Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Out of St. Louis Park, this is a west suburb of Minneapolis and Fox News. A Minnesota city is reconsidering its decision to no longer say the Pledge of Allegiance at the start of city council meetings after facing major backlash. The council voted unanimously on June 17th to amend the procedure rules so that the pledge would no longer be said before the start of every session in an effort to serve a more diverse community. Uh, before I tell you more about this, I just looked up the demographics of, of St. Louis Park. It is 82% white. Um, 7.5% of the population is black or African-American. Uh, and then it's just a mix. So not really that. diverse. Not really that diverse to begin with. Who complains about the Pledge of Allegiance? People. Who? I mean, People and who listens? What? Like my kids. Don't you just go, oh, okay, we'll consider that. They just kind of recite it and don't really understand sometimes what it means. Yeah. I mean, no, I'm just saying you tell them, oh, yeah, I heard your complaints. Cool. We'll think about that. And then ignore it. <laughs> well, this council did ignore it. Uh, council member Tim Brosson said ahead of the vote, again, it was unanimous. We concluded that in order to create a more welcoming environment to a diverse community, we are going to forego saying the Pledge of Allegiance before every meeting. He said, if we have an appropriate opportunity, if we have a Boy Scout color guard or others in attendance, or if it's a special occasion, we will consider using the Pledge of Allegiance before the meeting. In a matter of minutes, with no further discussion, the board voted five to zero in favor of the amendment to the proceedings. Councilmember Ann Mavity, who sponsored the rule change, says she doesn't feel saying the Pledge of Allegiance is necessary especially when you have non-citizens in the room. She said, oh, not no. everyone who does business with the city or has a conversation is a citizen. They certainly don't need to come into city council chambers and pledge their allegiance to our country in order to tell us what their input is about a sidewalk in front of their home. Not everyone liked this change. Um, <laughs> as you can imagine, one Twitter user wrote, if you aren't proud to say our Pledge of Allegiance, then you should not be our government official. It is literally pledging allegiance to the United States of America. Uh, the response has been so strong that they're going to revisit it on July 8th. The council is going to take this up. Uh, the mayor there, Jake Spano, said, historically, when a decision is made by the council, it is over and we move on. But after hearing from more people that I can count in the last day, I asked my colleagues to revisit the decision and the majority of them agreed. Although he said, and this is what's horrible about social media, is that he said most of the people that he's hearing from who don't like it don't live in this town. Right. It's, there's a reason the council voted five to zero. Most of the people that are saying this is complete whatever don't even live here. Oh, yeah. They not, just don't like it out of principle. They're going to get some Kansas City responses today because of this. Yeah, yeah. Um, all right, so what's your reaction to this? 22980 or 5767798. Um, I'll just remind you that kids do say it in school, but they are not required to. So if they don't want to take part, you certainly cannot require them to. And we've taken uh, the under God part out for a lot of people. So, oh. um, but this is, I, I, I understand the outrage. I guess, because these are people saying, you know, the city is saying 
not everyone who does business with the council or not everyone who has input on city things is a citizen and we shouldn't force them to pledge allegiance to something they don't have allegiance to. That's the argument. And on the other side, I totally get, well, then (laughs) why are you here? You know, from the text line, I'm a citizen, but I've always thought the pledge was creepy. It's hyper-nationalistic to require it in so many places. What do you mean nationalistic? You know, just very, you know, I pledge allegiance to the flag. I mean, to okay. the flag, are we going to the country? I mean, I like, so I kind of get what this person's saying. Again, this is a big to-do. Think about how much time this city council is now wasting over arguing yeah. about this pledge of allegiance now. Um, this is a good question. Does anybody think that we say it too much? Uh, another one from the text line, so I don't care whether it's in school or not, but isn't a bunch of people simultaneously pledging loyalty to something kind of close to being cult-like? Another one from the text line. So do we say it too often? Do we? When and, was the last time you said I it? I was just trying to think. Um, could you even I, say it all right now? Yeah. You could? Yeah. Because that's just muscle memory from For, fourth another, grade. Another, another one from the text line, forced patriotism is not patriotic. Okay, I need some of you people to call so that we can have more of this conversation. Is it, should, should they be, and I have no idea, this is pretty customary, but I have no idea if other cities are considering, you know, dropping, saying the Pledge of Allegiance beforehand. But it is a city government meeting. Is that an appropriate place? You know, of all the places we could talk about saying the Pledge of Allegiance, it is a, it is a city government group. It is the governing body for this city. Is that a place where this is appropriate to, to say it? I, Do we use it too much? When I'm, was the last time you said it? Oh, I have no idea. I mean, it would have been, like you said, fourth grade. I, I'm sure it's been since then. Like, I've, I've taken part in a few um, Veterans Day ceremonies okay. and Memorial Day ceremonies and stuff where I'm sure I said it there. And it was appropriate because it was a patriotic event. But are there other places where you think we, we over-say it? And I can't believe I'm even asking that question. I'm, I'm like, pleasantly surprised that people are even raising that point. What if you had to say it at work every day? Would that, when would we? Oh, I mean, what's the beef? At, at what point would we? What's the beef with it, though? What's it take? 12 seconds? Does it take 22 seconds to spit out the pe- pledge? Um, I guess if you're following this logic, it is to be sensitive to people in this building who are not U.S. citizens. It is asking them to pledge, or just people in this building who are visiting from other countries. From the text line of saying the Pledge of Allegiance, offend you, move to North Korea. (laughs) That's how I feel. Yikes. That's a bit extreme. Irony in the idea that they are saying not everyone that, that... that you shouldn't have to pledge allegiance to the United States to complain about your sidewalks not being fixed. Right. And I don't know, how, that's, that feels weird to me, right? Like, right. Well, yeah. You, if, if, in theory, if you're complaining about your sidewalks not being fixed, it's because you probably, well, I well mean, maybe you don't own property. Yeah, maybe but you're if not, you're you complaining know? about your sidewalks, the, the fact that you have the ability to interact with leadership, Right, your representatives, all that. Yeah. I mean, there's also something to be said for the city council isn't really to blame if they're actually representing constituents that don't want it. Say that again? Meaning they're representing me. And I said, I don't like it. Yeah. You know what I mean? I don't know. It seems like uh, a bunch to do about nothing, um, if you ask me. As somebody said, you don't have to be a citizen to have property there. So non-citizens That's definitely true. could have business before the city government. Here's the thing, though. They don't have to say it. 
You know, the, the city council can recite it, but you are not forced to recite the Pledge of Allegiance anywhere. I and mean, we, ju- we just can't force you to do it. Except in the NFL. Well, that's another conversation. But, but we can't, they're not going to force you to take part in it. So is the mere um, reciting of it in front of you, if you are not a citizen, that is what they are worried. Because you can just leave the room for a second. You can take or- a knee. Okay, 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 okay. Yeah, as, as the texter reminds, no one is forcing them to say it, just like we are never forcing someone to sing the national anthem. We're not forcing you to put your hand on your heart. We're not forcing you to stand. We're not forcing you to take your head off. You know, we don't, we don't force you to do any of that. And so why not go ahead and say the Pledge of Allegiance because the majority of the people in that room are probably going to say it with you and are probably going to share in that patriotism. And so again, but look, you are changing it because of the, the few in the minority. But my point is, if you didn't say it, nobody would have noticed if they just would right. have stopped. Right, right. Let's get some calls on. Sean's on the line from Sedalia. Hey, Sean. Hey, how are you doing? Happy Monday. Uh, yeah, I guess so. <laughs> What's um, on your mind? Well, I, as a teacher, I can appreciate this. You know, we say it every single day. Mm-hmm. Uh, I teach in high school, so it's just something that we do. But I'm thinking about, you know, let's take it a little further down the chain. What's the national anthem at a ballpark? A ball game, uh, football, baseball is comprised of citizens and non-citizens. And as someone who's traveled a lot and has partaken in other cultures, when it's time to stand up and say, you know, the pledge for another country, I don't sit there with my arms crossed. Right. I'll stand up, I'll place my hands behind my back, and I'm silent and I'm respectful. Mm-hmm. I would expect the same thing from them. I don't want you, if you're a non-citizen, to take a pledge to my flag because I'm not going to do that for you. But I'm not going to rain on your parade because that's something you do. So is that the next thing we're going to ask, is that we can't sing it at ballparks because not everybody in the stadium is a citizen? It's a great uh, question. So that's that's my thought. Sean, do you think they should drop saying the Pledge of Allegiance before these city council meetings? You know, I don't. You know, if it, maybe it needs to just be once a month at the main. If you're going to have these additional city council meetings in addition to what you normally have, you know, three times a month, maybe that's too much. But no, I mean, you are a government entity. You're a government body. Uh, why not? Okay. Well, thanks a lot for the call. Sean. And he did mention it there. I do think comparing it to an NFL game versus city council, two different things, mm-hmm. because one is a private yes. business. Yes, absolutely. With a, with a much bigger audience right. than a city council meeting. Yeah, that's, that's but, a I great mean, point. Again, the city council, just say the thing and vote and on those, something that matters. Well, but, or not, you don't have to take part. If that right. offends you, then you're welcome to right. step out of the room for a second. Right. It's 1049 Midday with Jamie and Wicket on a Monday. Brady Goodman from The Point is here for Wicket, who gets back tomorrow. We're talking about the story out of Minnesota. Uh, A city council there that unanimously decided to no longer say the Pledge of Allegiance at the start of city council meetings. And it was to serve a more, quote, diverse community, saying not everybody who has business before the city council is a citizen or will be pledging allegiance to what the Pledge of Allegiance pledges allegiance to. And so they decided... Um, They don't think it's necessary to say it. Uh, The sponsor of the proposal said, uh, certainly people don't need to come into our city council chambers and pledge their allegiance to our country in order to tell us what their input is about a sidewalk in front of their home. 
they are reconsidering this now uh, after a five to zero vote without much discussion to go ahead and stop saying the Pledge of Allegiance before city council meetings. There has been such backlash, particularly from people who don't live in this town of St. Louis Park, that they are now going to reconsider it at a meeting coming up on July 8th. We had a couple of callers hang on through the break. Dave is on the line in Leavenworth. Hey, Dave. I think uh, the city is, is targeting specifically for the for the foreign people that just happen to be living in their town, and I understand that. And I understand some people taking the religious aspects out of it, but there's still a portion which is like a Republican fight where it says that you're under a republic. It says that the flag stands for the republic. And there's so many people who say, well, that's, this is a, a threat to our democracy. It's like, well, we don't have a democracy. We have a republic but the Constitution is for what the difference is between a republic and a democracy is the Constitution. Okay, so do you think they should keep this or drop it? Um, I don't think that they should force everyone to say it. They I can't they force should, everyone to say it. Right. I, I think they should educate what it is because they don't. They just say, hey, these are the words. You can say it if you want. I think they need to educate on what it is and then allow kids time to say it. All right. I like the call. Thanks a lot, Dave. Another caller on the line. Jennifer is in Harrisonville. Hey, Jennifer. Hi, how are you guys? Hi, happy Monday. Thank you. So I got kind of two uh, points here, and um, I talked to your screener about one of them. The first one kind of plays more into what you guys are actually talking about. I covered a lot of city council meetings um, in the county that I used to write it for at a newspaper. And, you know, we always at every meeting in all the various cities, we stood and we said the pledge. Um, and I think that that is perfectly acceptable and really kind of, I, I, I think they, they should do it. They're part of our government, and I think showing um, respect and allegiance to that government that they're representing, representing is good. The second part that I had to that is that I also follow a sport that is international and that a lot of the events are played here in the United States, but we have it's bull riding and we have people from Brazil and Mexico and Australia and Canada who come and, and participate here in the event. And at every event that I've ever been to over the years, you know, there's a big display with the pledge and the anthem and all of the riders stand and take their hats off in respect even if it's not their country. And when there are events in other countries, the U.S. the U.S. writers do the same thing because it's a sign of respect to the country that they're in. So the people that go to these meetings that maybe aren't citizens, they don't have to necessarily recite the pledge because this isn't their country, but they should show respect and at least stand for the pledge. So the council should still do it and just not expect that everybody who's in that room will recite the words with them. Jennifer, do you agree with the statement? This is what somebody said on the text line a few minutes ago. You don't have to say it or stand, but the moment you don't, you are instantly ostracized. Yes, because standing is at least showing respect for where you're at. I mean, I would do it if I were in another country and that was what was good. you know, being played at whatever event. Say, I was there for the Olympics. I mean, gosh, everybody, has, you know, here's their different anthems played, and people stand and show respect for that. Interesting, yeah. Thanks. See, yeah, go ahead. I, I just don't see what the problem is with just being respectful to all countries and and not being embarrassed about ours. Yeah, it's it's a good it's a good point. On the other hand, they don't have to say it. Right. 
you know? And so if it feels like, I never like it when you bow to a few, which is what feels like is happening here. I also don't like that they're reconsidering it based on pressure from social media. Right. Like you made a decision. It was a unanimous decision. Stick to it. Right. If people were complaining, like talk to your own citizen first and don't let Twitter pressure you into it. Again, like if that. they just would have stopped saying it, it wouldn't have been this thing. Right. But somebody put it out there. It's, I don't know, the whole thing. But people have a good point. As somebody that travels a lot and going back to the call from earlier, um, you don't, um, I am, I am, I went to Morocco a couple of years ago, which is probably the most foreign environment I have ever been in. The country's 99% Muslim. So it was odd even for me to be out in public as a woman there because women generally are not out as much in Morocco um, Mm. unless you're in some of the bigger cities. Mm -hmm. But you read a lot before you go to a a country like that about the local customs and about what – and you can choose to follow them or not. But one of the first things you read about is women are supposed to have their shoulders covered and not have shorts on, you know, wear only things that go below the knee. And so I bought – clothes for that trip because i thought i want to follow and now I, i'm not a that's Muslim. a danger issue though um it's a to me it's a respect issue also and i wasn't there alone so i wasn't i guess i wasn't as worried about that but i wanted to fit in i wanted to respect the culture i'm not muslim and i don't wow. necessarily agree with that faith but as a visitor to a country you respect the customs there that's and weird so i never was even though it was 90 something degrees i was never out without my shoulders covered I was never, you know, I wore long pants. Did you cover time. your hair? That's not necessary. But I checked to see if I needed to wear a head covering, and you don't. To me, it's the same thing. It's just I don't necessarily have to believe in what they believe in to respect their beliefs. Like I'm a visitor, and right. so I'm going I'm to follow what they, you know, what they believe. I would have stood out a lot more if yeah. I had not followed those things, and then who knows how I would have been treated. It's weird, too, because I, I keep thinking in my head about the Chiefs games, and when we do the national anthem here, a lot of people will scream home of the Chiefs at the end. Yes. Right? Yes. So it, to go from I'm going to dress differently out of respect versus here mm-hmm. when people adjust the national anthem, it's a, it's a spectrum. Yeah. Somebody just said I went to a hockey game in Canada. I didn't know the words, but I stood while they sang the Canadian National Anthem. It was just out of respect. Um, so I don't know what this council will end up doing. I feel like they should just stick to, you know, yeah. they they were doing it for diversity so that people coming before the council is, you know, Look, those people the, feel okay. At the end of the day, to me, you covering your knees and standing up when Toronto's in town and they do the Canadian national anthem at the K or whatever, and just standing there silently and showing respect is the same thing as not complaining about my hash rounds being short when they show up, (laughs) right? I'm just trying to get through my life, man. What do I care? I'll sit here and be quiet for 45 seconds and call it good. Yeah, and I'm curious to know, and this isn't in the story, but what prompted this? You know, usually it's a few people that prompted it, but you've got a a vote. And again, this is not an incredibly diverse city. Right. This is 80-something percent, 87 percent white or something. So it's not like this is definitely playing to the minority, but they don't have to say it. Right. No, just stand there and keep your mouth shut and get to the talk (laughs) about sidewalks. Fix my potholes and move on. Right. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? 
Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.